0: my beautiful wife, and Dr. Essie from the UK, so we are looking forward
1: to get jumping right in here, so we'll get started right after this. Welcome to Kingdom Talks, where we engage leaders, teachers, creative artists, and everyday people in conversations that awaken listeners to new revelations of the Kingdom Age. All of our courses, community conversations, partnership links, and much more can be found on our website, KingdomTalksMedia.com. Now, enjoy the show. All right. Well,
0: welcome, Dr. Essie. It's our honor to have you on here. Um, I'm trying to remember when we actually met. It's been probably about a year ago or a year and a half. Two years. The last two
2: years, years, uh, we met you in Wales and so enjoyed hearing your story and what you have to share. So I'm really excited for today.
0: So why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself, your background and, and um, you know, how did you get into walking in the heavens?
3: <laughs> well, um, I'm a doctor and um, Now, I, what kind of
0: doctor are you?
3: What, what kind of doctor? I'm a sport and exercise medicine doctor. Now, most people have never heard of that. Most people think, well, is that a doctor or is that a physio? Basically, I'm a doctor trained medical doctor um in the same vein as say a rheumatologist in fact a sports doc is kind of in between a rheumatologist and a orthopedic surgeon Uh kind of in the middle but we treat we our main focus is sports people um yeah that's kind of what i do and um when i trained 30 years ago um and but now i actually see i tend to see people that are not necessarily elite sports people i tend to see people with chronic um chronic illnesses so chronic fatigue fibromyalgia the stuff you can't put a title to um and, and i very much focus on uh diet and environment that's good so that's kind of the medical okay. side of
0: things. very good so where did you um or maybe I should say when did you start uh, engaging in the heavens how did all that come about because i understand you were in church like most of us many of us were and you have come to a place where you're now walking in the heavens how was that transition what prompted all that
3: well i that history is 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 a very long one i was i was um i was fostered so i grew up in a mining community, in a white family, a mining family in the North, in the the Midlands actually, but most people in the South think it's in the North, but in in the middle of Derbyshire. Um, I was the youngest of four children, um, of five children, four boys and me, and I was the the, the black one and the rest were were white boys and in a mining uh, community with no other black people whatsoever. Um, And so that that was that was God's way of making me, um, I don't know, just not depend on people around me, but actually just focusing on him. And and from a very, very young age, I would look at the stars and my foster mom. I don't know. My foster mom told me that um, she, I think when I was very young, she told me that I came from the stars.
0: Oh, wow. <laughs>
3: And I used to look out the window and, and and be looking at these stars and just wondering, you know, what's out there. Um, and I'm, I'm trying to pick and choose because you know I literally that bit of me could just go on for a long time. <laughs> uh, but I, let's let's you know, I always I would always have uh, weird dreams when I was very little, particularly if I was unwell. I would have really bizarre dreams. Hmm. Um, and then when I, 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 I made this sort of pact with God, um, when I was doing my A levels and I said, if you, if you get me into medical school, I will go to church. Wow. Mm-hmm. And, um, I got into medical school and even to this day, I don't know how really <laughs> but I got into medical school and I started to go to the Catholic church. Cool. And. Thankfully, I came across the person that was looking after us was a um, was a monk and he loved meditation. Wow. wow. And so he <laughs> took us on my first sort of uh, encounter really was was to meditate and he took us on wow. retreat and taught us how to meditate. Wow. And I loved it. I just, he, he um, so my first encounters was to meditate and to learn the patience of meditation and the bizarre thing was the more i did that um i started to have weird encounters not nice encounters Hmm. Uh, and at one point um when i closed my eyes i would see things i would see stuff coming coming towards me and then i got so afraid that i i couldn't sleep and um, I, and we lived in this big old house, a whole lot of students lived in this big, big old house. And my room was massive and it had a huge uh, walk-in wardrobe. Mm-hmm. And I would open this wardrobe it was dark, open this wardrobe and see stuff wow. in the dark. Hmm. And it got so bad that I literally thought I was going crazy. And um, one day I happened to go to another church oh which uh, Simon, my, my now husband, was going to. And there was a chap who was a, a a prophet. And by chance he prayed for me at the end of the service. And he basically just, he, he, he spoke to me and told me my whole history, my whole sort of spiritual history and how I'd arrived at that point and why I was going through what I was going through because of stuff that happened in my ancestral past in mm. the village in nigeria wow, wow. I, knew nothing, I knew nothing about it you know i was fostered lived in you know all of that but but what happened was he prayed for me it was a cathartic experience it was I, tears just poured i was cr- water basically just poured out of out of me and from that moment i was set free of all of that and i began to I I was I, I was light. I was just really light in, and 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 set free. Wow. Um but From that point, I I began to understand that that you know there there was spiritual reality. Mm-hmm. Um, we then I then went. Uh, I've fast forward some years when the children were little. We went. We found a wonderful church um, called Christ Faith Tabernacle in London, where the pastor. Uh Alfred Williams enters into the heavens, and he oh, would talk what? about <laughs> entering into the heavens and he would he would talk about his experiences and saying, "Look, there's no gift of entering into the heavens. it's wow. for everybody
0: that's amazing you know? when yeah. was this How long ago was this so
3: this was uh so Harry is uh nineteen, so we first went there seventeen years ago mm.
0: Wow, yeah. Yeah. that's amazing, Blessing. yeah, seriously <laughs>
3: um and so that that was where my desires, I would say, for for heavenly uh, encounters and heavenly reality started, as as an adult, if you like. It yeah. really started there because I, more and more, I began to realize that there's more to just reading the Bible,
2: mm-hmm.
3: yeah. Um, and so, yeah. So that happened, and then um, Hannah came along. I was, I was working as a senior lecturer in sports medicine, um, at university in London. And, and we then moved to the country and Hannah came along and Hannah, Hannah was born with Down syndrome. And I was used to, um, uh, reading research journals and, and things like that. And so when Hannah came along, um, I was like, well, this is interesting. <laughs> and I was like, you know, you should be devastated, you should be this and that. Except that, number one, I was so interested in the science of how the body worked. But number two, I'd had these I'd had these dreams and encounters in dreams. And now one of the dreams was um, I was sitting in this council meeting. I wasn't in the inner circle of this council meeting. I was, I was almost like looking in, and there was this really important stuff going on. And it was, you know, the atmosphere was was tense almost, or, or serious, very serious. There were, they were sort of, you know, discussing serious things. And then they said, who, they said, who will, who will go and do this? Mm-hmm. And, but I didn't know what it was. I can't remember what it was. And I'm like waiting and seeing a, who's going to put their hand up, you know? Um, and I thought, gosh, well, somebody's got to, you know? So I put my hand up <laughs> and then I woke up wow. and I am no, I have no clue. And I'm not someone that dreams every night. You know, I'm not like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. I had a dream last night. So, you know, that was like way before I had, then, um, and also, to had these issues where I had many miscarriages, many miscarriages. And, you know, so getting pregnant was not an easy thing. Um, when my son Luke was born, the oldest son, I'd had several miscarriages and an ectopic pregnancy before he came along. Oh. And when he came along, I was on my own in, in Australia. We'd spent a year or so in Australia. And I started bleeding, and, and, and God had, had, had told a dear friend of mine, call me from, from from London to call me at that time. And I picked up the phone, she said, Is it matter if I'm calling from I'm... I'm like, oh my God, I'm bleeding. What, I I was just beside myself and she just cried. She said, I stop this now in the name of Jesus. And and it stopped. The bleeding stopped and that was Luke. That was wow. that was wow. Luke. and um and then so anyway when, when Hannah came along, got pregnant, was bleeding again. And I'm like uh, Okay, here we go, so how do we deal with this? I went to sleep, had a dream. So in this dream, I I saw an angel or an angelic being or an heavenly being, I don't know. I couldn't see the features very well, walking towards me and got to me and said, this child has been spoken about since the beginning of time. Wow. And then turned around and walked away again. In this encounter or dream, I then had a dream, (laughs) and in the (laughs) dream, I saw a child, and the child looked like Harry, my second uh, child, but it wasn't Harry, and this child was crawling along this window ledge and was about to fall off the edge, and um, as the child was about to fall off the edge, I catch the child, and I say, no, you naughty child, you're not, and then I woke up. And then i woke up and thinking since the beginning of time what does that mean i've never heard of that before since the beginning of time i thought did time begin (laughs) (laughs) i had no but it was this like beginning of time okay um and then a friend of mine in the village where i lived at the time she said when i when she'd heard that i had a child with down syndrome she said well the Down syndrome, the world is about to change. If Essie had a child with Down syndrome, the the Down syndrome world is about to change.
2: Hmm.
3: And, um, you know, I mean, for me, it was just, I need to get a grip with this. And I, I, I know that I can do positive things for my child and other children with Down syndrome. And so I began to look at what I could do to help Hannah. And, and we did a pilot study and looked at uh, blood tests and things like that. And then what it, what it showed was that the gut was not right in most of the children that we looked at, very small um, sample of kids in, in, in the village. Um, but then what I realized was that the more I used the, cause I started using supplements first of all, and then realized that you can't live your life on supplements and then started looking at diet and the more I use that diet with my patients, the more they got better too. Hmm. Hmm. And so wow. I then start to look, why are people, why is everyone gut up the spout? And this is way before people started talking about gut health, you know, people. I mean, I really was a quack <clears throat> then talking about the gut. Um, and so when I started looking at that and trying to answer that question basically the Lord speaks to me in terms of questions it's always like a question you know um and so that question was like why has everyone got a bad gut <laughs> you know yeah. i'm looking at that and then i came across toxins and it's environmental toxins toxins that affect food um that and and so therefore toxins in the gut were these two things that that I need to grapple with and then one day I was i was preparing some food and eating a tomato and and lord said to me you realize that it's not the tomato but it's the frequency of the tomato that you need and i'm like That's... what <laughs> and so what year was this um so that must have been about well hannah's like 15 um so that must have been uh, 10 years ago or less uh, than that yeah so I and started, had you
0: met any of these other people that are teaching frequency and heavenly encounters and all that at this time?
3: I think it all began to come together all at once um, because I start looking. I, one of the things was this, is that we were living in the south of France. We went to live in the south of France for five years um, just for, to go for an adventure and get <laughs> home educated. And it was, I was having a great time. And then my husband, who's not necessarily given to sort of um, heavenly utter, utter, utterances. He said to me, "I, I think I've heard from the Lord. It, it sounds like an audible word, and we need to go home, like this." And like, and I, arrogant as I was, um, said, "I didn't hear anything, so I'm not going anywhere." Um, <laughs> and so, the Lord, the Lord proceeded to pack up my home, our home in the south of France, um, so that we were home. It's a long story, but we were homeless and I was vomited up. I would say vomited up onto the shores of Brighton. I didn't want to come home. <laughs> I I thought we were in the south of France forever. You know, it was it was my dream place. Vomited up onto the shores of Brighton. I can't, it can't have been it was the worst thing that could have happened. But I'm an optimist, so I'm like, okay, I'm here now. Um, this is new life. And I would go around saying, New life, new life. And interesting enough, there's a caravan. We walked in, walking down the road. There's a caravan on the second, third day we got back, and it said, New life. You know, there's like, okay, this is new <laughs> I knew no one in Brighton. I knew no one. We, we, we used to live in a, in a place 30 minutes away. Our, we had a beautiful home 30 minutes away. Knew no one in Brighton. Didn't want to live in Brighton. Nothing. But then it seemed as if the Lord was gathering people together in Brighton Hmm. for a reason. So I was beginning to meet all these people that God had done the same things to, had plonked into Brighton. And one of my friends had given me a book about, um, I think it was Bruce Lipton's book or something like that. And I I just started reading more and more about frequency. Then I read in the, I was reading, I think it was even the newspaper, I was reading about photons and in the newspaper, they said that the, the the Chinese has succeeded in putting a photon into space. And if they manipulated I that, that. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. then the one on Earth moved as well. So I read that and um, I was then I, I ended up at an Ian, Ian Clayton conference and he starts talking about photons. <laughs> So that, so then everyone starts talking about frequency and photons and sound and Lord's talking to me about the breath and how, um, in Genesis about the breath and and the breath of the water and that changes things. And I just get hooked up on water and water, water, water and about memory in water and the freak and, 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 um, what's called coherent domains in water, which is where the memory is sort of. You know the potentials are. They're not actually yeah. places, and and toxins in water, and how you know toxic emotions and toxic thoughts can affect your water. That, and then, and what Lord said to me was that you know it's not about food. So I am thought, you know, I talk, I teach people about food, you know, and he, he's like, well, you know, it's not about food. And um, so that scripture, I was hooked on that scripture. In 1 Corinthians, it says, the food is for the stomach and the stomach is for food. You know that one where it says and I will do away with the two of them. Hmm. But the next bit, and the, and the bit that says that this, it, the body is a temple. But the bit after the doing away of the food, it says, and the body, the middle bit is not for sexual immorality. And we all sort of concentrate on that sexual immorality thing, that the body is not for sexual immorality. But the bit after that, So the question, before I get to that bit, the question that Lord was asking me was, why did Jesus take his body? Mm -hmm. (laughs) One of the questions that I got asked was before before I was, when I was dumped into into Brighton was, what is your place in eternity? Like this, I'm like, I don't even know what eternity means. I don't know what end times means. I don't know what eternity means. I don't know what the beginning of time means. And you're asking me, what is my place in eternity? I'm like, what is eternity?
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> and so this body thing, then he starts asking about the body. Like, why did Jesus take his body? Why didn't he just go up there with his spirit? Where's Enoch? Why did he not take his body? <laughs> so, so these are the questions. They're still questions, but that bit in in that scripture was saying, so the body is not for sexual immorality. The body is for the Lord. The body's for the Lord. So the body's for the Lord. And that's when the Lord started saying to me, you know that it's not about the food. Wow. Yeah. Wow. It's about the body.
2: That is so key. <laughs>
3: Absolutely. I love that. And so he's telling me that I'm taking people on a journey. This is a journey that people go will go on. Mm-hmm. So... um two years ago, I think we met a year ago in Wales, Wales was a year ago, and then two, but two years ago, I must honour, I must give honour to um, Mama Lindy and yes. Susie and mm-hmm. Charles, because really, I wouldn't be sitting here with with you all if um, they had not invited me to speak that first time at the intensive, at the yes. night intensive. And I was in turmoil at that intensive, because there, there's like Ian and, you know, there's all these amazing people. And, like, <laughs> And I'm going to talk about the gut. It doesn't, it doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't commute. And then after I spoke, Lord just showed me my heart broke for the number of sick people. Yes. Mm. That I saw. And one of the things that Lord um, has given to me is the ability to look at you and tell whether you're well or ill. Mm. Right. So, I'm sitting there in church, well, in the ecclesia and seeing all of these sick people. <clears throat> I'm like, why are so many of us sick? What, what is that? Why are we not in good health? And one of the things that the Lord was saying was that we are ascending with our spirit. And Ricky, Ricky Nirenhaus said it last year at the intensive. He made this comment that when he was listening to Ian... Clayton, when he there was a time he looked at his fitbit his watch and he noticed that his heart rate had gone sky high as if he was doing exercise high level exercise
2: hmm.
3: and so the lord said to me what's happening is we're doing exploits with our spirit and our bodies are left behind it they can't cope with it
2: wow hmm. wow hmm.
3: And so what we must do is clean up our bodies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that's part one. That's just part one, because we haven't understood why Jesus needed his body, <laughs> right? <laughs> and why Enoch has his body and why Elijah's got his body and what <laughs> happened to John and Moses. You know, so part one is clean up the body. Yes. We, have to, we, we talked a lot about, you know, cle- clearing a junk, et cetera, but the body... The water holds the junk. So when I'm when I'm um, looking after people, I can check for their toxins. I can see which toxins are stuck to their DNA.
2: Hmm.
3: Now it's not stuck like blue like that. It's not stuck like that. It's an attraction. It's a covalent bond. So say that's your DNA. The toxin will come and attract itself like that. It will form this. Attraction—it's not stuck. It's like that. It's—it's it's an electromagnetic attraction. So then the question is, why is there that attraction going on? So if your DNA was was bent that way, then this thing wouldn't attach. Hmm. You know, it wouldn't be there. So yes, I can measure the toxins in your system, and that might be because you know you've got metal fillings, etc. But lots of people have got metal fillings and don't have that them those things stuck to their DNA. And so what I see more and more is that the stuckness is to do with the memory these coherent domains stuck it's like vibrational patterns is so if you've got a glass of water or fluid like i've got there what the what these amazing scientists will tell you is that it's not uniform it's not all the same some bits of it will have you'll have energetic portions of it that are higher frequency than the other bits but some of these energetic portions are carrying bad memory and they're stuck in there. That frequency is stuck in there. So how do we unstuck unstick those? Yeah? Yeah. To um so that's where we're at is is in your DNA. We we concentrate a lot in this movement, if you like, on the DNA, but but actually we can't ignore the water because it's the water, the information comes through the water. Remember yeah. intention, intention, God's the spirit of God, Ruach, hovered over the water and the intention hit the water and then we became, we, we, we were created. So it's our intent, our thought processes in our water. And that's where we're going. We can do a lot with our food, but what Lord is saying that the journey is, is to that point. Wow.
0: That's so good. Wow. Well, I, I definitely have some questions for you, but uh, we're going to take a break and uh, we will be right back after this.
1: Hey there. Thank you for joining Kingdom Talks. We are taking a short break to share with you the life-changing online course called Ultimate Impact. Gil and Adina do an amazing job taking the complicated and making it simple and applicable for your life. Ecclesia groups are using this course to shift their thinking into the next age paradigm. Yeshua spoke of power, authority, love, and oneness that we have yet to walk in. So if you're ready to deconstruct limiting beliefs in order to step into what Father is doing now, this course is for you. Sign up today at KingdomTalksMedia.com under the courses tab. Now, back to the show.
0: All right, well, welcome back. We're here with Dr. Essie and uh, this has been very, very interesting. Yes, fascinating. Um, (laughs) Very fascinating. Love what you're sharing. I mean, I think uh, most of us could just sit and listen on and on and on, <laughs> because you, you've got a lot of very, very good information, powerful information. Um, so one of the questions that I had, that you know, just as you were going along, I was thinking about what, how much does the mind have to play in this whole process? Now, you, you were saying something key right at the end, I think. That intention. That about the intention, that as we, uh, uh, you know, have an intention toward our, our body, um you know, my, my understanding or my, just what I feel like I know from the Father is that when I'm able to rest in, in the place of rest in Him and rest in who I am in Him, that I, I'm relaxed. I don't have to fight, strive, you know, scratch and dig and strive, you know, whatever, you know, to, to accomplish anything. But in that place of rest, everything in me, I believe, everything in me begins to align, as it should when i'm at that place of rest it's when i'm striving and fighting and pushing and trying to get things that i think i need or want that is a stress that just kind of jacks everything up and things don't work as well um and it's also you know for me it's a place of faith that when i'm in that place of rest that i'm operating out of faith that he has everything under control that he is sovereign and, I, and I'm, I'm demonstrating it by the fact I'm able to rest, and while I'm at rest and letting Him be God, that, and I'm aligning with who I am in Him, I'm believing that, and I'm loving myself, and I'm loving myself well as He loves me, that I don't have to accomplish anything, I don't have to prove anything in that place, and everything is aligned, and then access, that creates an access to all the things that He wants me to have in order to accomplish anything that He wants to do in and through me. And, you know, that whole thing is then, you know, brings us, you know, we just that, that little break that we just had was about the ultimate impact. So that is alignment, gives you access, brings you to the ultimate impact where God is doing things in and through you that you could never do on your own no matter how hard you fought to try to do it, but that you're at a place of rest and it begins to happen through us. So my understanding of things has always been that The body's not going to be transformed or transfigured until the mind is transformed and transfigured and that we are able to come to that place of resting and believing that He is sovereign and that we can rest in Him, and then the body will come into alignment. But you've got a lot more details (laughs) (laughs) that that you've seen that the Father's downloaded to give us help in that too, because obviously some of our bodies don't quite work the way they should, and I know a lot of people that I believe are operating in that place of rest. But uh, anyway, I'll stop there let you continue on because I, I do have another question that I'll, I'll ask you in just a minute.
3: Yeah, I think um, one of the most important things I, I comes back to me is that the mystery is Christ in us. Yes. Hope of glory. That's the mystery, the Christ in us. It's not Christ out of us. Christ in us. It's with him in us. In this. He's not it's not like a little ball inside our body. He is in completely. There's no distinction between us and him. Yeah. So that the first thing is that it's at that place. And we know we can't make that happen. Yeah. We we have to be. We, yes. We're just being who we are created to be. As um, we are, Coco, as as, um, yes. um, and and that uh, that from that to get there, we have to let go in him. And the interesting thing for science is that we have these neurons called mirror neurons in our bodies, in our brains. In they've looked at them, scientists looked at them a lot in animals, and really don't know what they do apart from the fact that they're neurons that pick up what you're seeing Hmm. they're reflecting they're reflecting actions as if you were doing it so the the mirror neurons they pick up what they're seeing and then it's playing in you as if you were doing that thing wow so of course what are we looking at Mm -hmm. so we need to be looking at him
2: yes Yes,
3: be looking and being in him. So that is the first thing: it's to be in him, and yes, that's to be at rest. But it's 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 an active thing also. Yes. Oh yeah, t- yeah. You t- choose what you look at, and then the second thing is that a lot of the research showed there's some, some amazing research that showed that intent working on water. So they did this 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 uh, um, experiment on DNA in a petri dish, and this healer was able to, uh, and it was DNA that was in tumorous cells, and the the healer was able to change the DNA of the tumorous cells in the petri dish. Wow! Wow! And he went through. They asked him what was his state of mind in his state of being because he did they there were several experiments that that they did um and they showed that basically having a coherent heart a heart filled with love Mm -hmm. so a heart engaged with him that was number one and number two was intention if you just had a coherent heart filled with love the dna didn't change Hmm. That's good. If you have a parent heart plus the intention, then the DNA, the tumor cells stop growing. He could make them grow. Or he could make them not grow.
0: Wow. So my, my question is right along those lines, the, my next question that I had. And that is, um, uh, do, what are your thoughts toward the idea that if we, per, if we loved ourselves perfectly as the Father loves us, so there's that love. And that we were able to, with intent, engage with our body in whatever ailments it might have and just, with that love, apply the intent. Uh, Do you believe or think that we would um, ever be sick? Or that if we did get sick, we could heal ourselves very quickly because of that love and the intent? What are your thoughts on that?
3: So that's an interesting one, because I was was asking... uh, So the Father said, remember with the... With the tomato mm-hmm. and the frequency of the tomato, so I went to the water conference last year in uh, Germany, and the, I mean these are the the greatest scientists out there, mm. and they're talking about zero point energy, you know, free energy yeah. from yeah. the universe yeah. and yeah. dark matter, and you know, basically, you know, seventy five percent of the universe is unknown and, and all the rest of it um, right. or ninety percent even, um, and basically so zero point energy is where we there's this free energy okay so think of the tomato again and then in this experiment the the it's the this, this same experiment but with slightly different uh, tones they were saying that the dna so the dna can fold itself into different shapes so that whole double helix thing mm. is an electromagnetic attraction so it's two strands and then fold it, right yeah but that folds can fold again hmm. right and what hmm. those what they were what they were surmising was that when it folds there's a particular configuration that the dna folds into which attracts this zero point energy
0: Wow. interesting
3: so if that's the case because this is what the lord was saying to me was that he said to me a little i said um You see how you're not able to lose weight and you're putting on weight. Like, why is that? You know, and and I'm like, could it be because part of me is attracting some zero point energy, and therefore I actually don't need to eat so much. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, you've got breatharians out there. I know you had um, uh, Kirby, Kirby, um, Delana, on as well um and i think that where we're going is this place where i don't know if you heard of um um, neville goddard have you heard of neville goddard yes yes we've heard of him Mm -hmm. so so, you know we we don't necessarily have to believe everything he says but he's got a lot of it is spot on in that he has this very very practical way of telling you to I call it imagi-feel. You imagine, well, you need to feel as well yourself in the position that you want to be in. It's not just a vain hope. It's not the, oh, I wish I was in good health Mm -hmm. or, oh, let's see what the father does. You know, Mm -hmm. it's a, this is what it would feel like to be feeling good health. Now, sometimes I ask my patients, what does good health look like to you? Yeah. Yeah. And what they start saying to me is it's no pain and i want to be able to get up without my shoulder creaking and i want to be able to but all that is negative yes (laughs) right it's not saying it feels great and i can see the sun shining on me and i'm striding down the down the pathway and i'm running and i'm doing a you know a three minute mile and you know that (laughs) there's a difference yes definitely yeah you say to someone What do you want? Sometimes they'll say, I know what I don't want. Yeah. (laughs) Rather than what I do, I just wish this pain would go away. You know? Mm -hmm. Right. So it's that switch in can we rest into some wonderful, happy thoughts and keep them there? Yeah. That's basic, you know? And so that's intent because you're actually intending to be because there is no time right we can pass through so you so you're being in that state and that state yeah. and the, the scene is made from the unseen that unseen that you're imagining and feeling and come being
2: on. actually being in
3: it you're yeah, being yeah. In it, that right. then might manifest
2: now do you have challenges as a doctor a lot of people just wanting to come in and they're wanting kind of the magic fix um so how do you how do you begin to kind of train them in what you're talking about right now because that seems like a longer process um <laughs>
0: <laughs> to transform the mind
3: <laughs> yeah. yeah so i mean my what what the lord showed me again i, I woke up one morning and my poor husband's i'm like we've been hoodwinked haven't we we've been we've been programmed, we've been, we've been, you know, I just literally had this huge download about our whole medical training. Um, And, you know, this pill for your ill mentality, like you've got a headache, take a pill. You've got an ulcer, take a pill. You've got this, take that. That is so prevalent. Mm -hmm. And the the idea that you have to go somewhere and take something. And you can say, oh, I'm not taking any medicine. I'm going to take herbs instead or i'm going to take oils instead you know we're all into oils i love oils you know um but it's a substitute it's still a substitute yes yes absolutely for this thing whereas where i'm coming from is number one understanding your body Mm -hmm. so we go to school and we learn maths and english but no one teaches us about our body very true No one's gonna yeah. go all those years doing all of that stuff. No one's teaching us about the body.
0: And no one's teaching us how to think either. I mean, no. we, we yeah. get so inundated with the matrix of lies that the world mm. wants to place on us with so much negativity that we once we start to realize that we've been duped, you know, yeah. and it's not just in medical school, it's almost in any school, it's just in life in general we've been duped to believe all this negative stuff and not realize who we truly are that we are complete perfected in him and that's already done in Christ and that we get to engage with that if we can let go of all the lies that we've been believing and
2: the for the most part the church has even reinforced that that kind of the body is bad the spirit is good all of that type of theology
3: yeah um, yes. and this like you said about loving your body speaking to your body yes you know and say you're looking lovely today, you know, you're looking beautiful. So <laughs> you you know, just speaking to your body, and absolutely. So where I'm coming from is number one to educate people about their body because it's actually not that difficult if we can engage in that process. Mm-hmm. And so what my website is about that I'm, I'm getting a new website, um, literally, is going to come out in the next few weeks. Awesome. Like online, yeah, so this is great. Online learning platform for you to educate yourself about your body. Because the majority of people that come to see me actually, if they knew that stuff, they would get better themselves. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
3: It's, it's, it's actually about bringing, giving that knowledge out to people so that they can work through and understand how to take care of the terrain of their body. So your body may be complaining here your shoulder but actually the whole of it is unwell. Yeah.
0: And you know one of the things I think we deal with I don't I don't actually think it I feel like I know this. <laughs> I could say it pretty strongly that perfect love casts out all fear. Mm-hmm. And so you you might ask well what's the opposite of love? Some people are going to say hate. Well, I would I would beg a different because of that verse that says perfect love casts out not hate, but fear. Yeah. Yeah. And so what we do, and, you know, and that fear can cause us to hate. But what's really happening is it's, you know, fear is the opposite of faith. And when we are, you know, aligned with God, aligned with what he thinks of us, loving ourselves, then when we love ourselves, I think that, you know, carries a frequency that does bring a ton of healing in and of itself, but then, you know, then you can add the intent and everything else, but it's when we let that fear, that thought, enter into our head, that, oh, no, do I have cancer? Yeah. (laughs) You know, I have a symptom of something, you know, and and all of a sudden, you can go down roads, you know, and let your spirit, imagination, your spirit, will go down those negative roads so quickly, because that's how we've been programmed in this world, versus getting reprogrammed so that, you know, something comes up, it's like, that is a symptom of something, my body's doing something, but i so in love with myself. Not, not a selfish love. I mean, perfect love is not a selfish, arrogant love. It's not a prideful love. It's a very humili- uh, a humble love, but a complete love for ourselves that I can say, I, I, I love myself and there's something, you know, wrong or, you know, I got a cut on my finger. Let me, let me, you know, you know, sorry. <laughs> didn't mean to do that to your body you know i was being a little careless let me uh do what i can to help you heal but to begin a process a thought process of love toward my body i think is one of the key things that we could do and i think we would see an overall increase in our health worldwide if we just began to love yeah. ourselves right. and with that I intent i love it's good
3: i agree. i but i, I think what's it's a process as well i think People, yeah. what people want again, this pill for your ill thing, they want it tomorrow. You know, they yeah. want that change yeah. tomorrow where the Lord is saying as we're growing as mature sons, you grow to look after your father's house. Yes. Yes. This That's is your father's house. Yeah. Right? And you you grow to look after it. So you grow to learn to look after your body. Most of us have it's as if we're here, head and no body. Mm-hmm. We don't have a, a conscious sense of our body on yeah. until it hurts.
0: You know, I just had a thought. I mean, kind of a, one of those revelation downloads that, you know, the scripture that says, um, you know, in, in the age to come that uh, uh, a person will be thought to be accursed if they die at, you know, at 100. Yeah. And yeah. that that makes sense that if we learn how to love ourselves and we yeah. are, you know, our body is in harmony with the love that we have, there would be no sickness or disease on us. So that if something yeah. did come on us, it would have to be a curse. It, it, does that make sense? That, it, yeah. you know, if we're yeah. living in harmony that there's no reason for any sickness or disease to come upon us, period. So if you did get something, you would, you know, there would have to be some type of curse. Now, and I'm not saying, you know, I'm not. I don't want to even go down the road of curses, but, but uh, I'm just making the point that in this age to come, where we are acting like you said as mature sons, taking care of the father's house, that there would be no sickness or disease that would come upon us in our maturity. You know, once we reach that place of full maturity, that there would be no sickness or disease that would come on us. So anything that would come on us that might overcome us would have to be some type of curse. And then, you know, then you got to go to the father and ask. What, what happened? What do I need to repent of?
3: <laughs> I think where technology is going, um, you be, we're being, a, being able to look at the electromagnetic frequency around people. Mm-hmm. So we can yeah. measure it in cells. We can measure it in water. Basically, you can measure your aura. Yes. Yeah. And so people are going to be... It's going to be to the point where you can have one of these aura measuring machines in your house, and you look at your aura and say, "Well, what's wrong with that?" You know, and then so you're constantly working. My like people, fit, people have got Fitbits at the moment. It's going to be like, "Oh, look at my aura." You know, I need, to, <laughs> I need to, be, you know, I need to be in him, thinking about love again. And I'm, you know, what is that? What you know? There'll be energetic um, signatures in the aura that will be read and say okay it's your—you know—you you know you you haven't forgiven your mother for something on your toe when you were two you know <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and uh, technology is coming so that those types of things is going to be easier for the individual to get that type of feedback
0: you know so good yeah um, yeah. yeah well so, Dr. Essie, oh, good. well, I just want to make sure we get this in before we run out of time. I want you to share a little bit about your website, what you have on your website, what people can find. Uh, if you don't yeah. mind sharing, then go ahead and ask your question. I just want to make sure you get this in before we uh, end. We, we got about 15 minutes.
3: So um, the website is Dr. Essie, so D O C D D O C T O R, and then E-S-E, which is my name, .com. And uh, hopefully by the time this is broadcast, the the new website will be out. So you'll be able to um, go on and do the modules, things like probiotics, what are they? Prebiotics, fats, what's the truth about fats? How do I understand what I should eat? Sugars and fasting. Um, And then I have a whole section which is diet to detox. So if you're unwell and you're trying to recover your health, then you can follow that whole uh, stream. Um, it's going to be very affordable. It's not going to be expensive. It'll be on a s- subscription, so you know there's no no stress over it. There'll be recipes um, so that you can align what you're reading and, and have uh, to do the recipes. I already do web, uh, webinars at the moment, um, mm-hmm. so the webinars will keep going as well. So it's going to be helping you to 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 learn to look after yourself.
0: That's so good.
2: I, I good. so love that, and and that was kind of along my questioning is like, um, I, I'm glad you know you talked about honoring things like oils and those things, and I know a lot of wellness centers are going towards the frequency machines and you know infrared sauna, and so do you do some of that as well, or do you mainly focus on educating us to heal ourselves by our yeah. diet, water, environment?
3: So that's such a good question because it's a whole part of me that i did i just didn't mention but um yes of course i do do that my my living room is like a gadget a gadget <laughs> i have a water machine which which vortexes water and you feel the ed- the the frequency around it you just sit in it and it allows you to for your water to reset it's, well we mm-hmm. don't know what it does really but i'm just surmising but it, it does it does stuff right um but my my um aim is to open up uh, basically the modern day monastic community Hmm. is I like to call it because in the old days (laughs) the monasteries were places where people went to 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 get well they were like hospitals Um, and what what fathers put upon my heart is to is to have some land have farm type lands with farm buildings And so our family lives there. So what I do at the moment, I welcome people to the house and people come and stay last group of people. um, um, A mom and and a son came and stayed for three months in the house just to learn how to, how to see, well, to see what we do, you know, to see it in action, not just to be told. Yeah. Yeah. And (laughs) feel everything that we feel, you know, so, but the Lord, and, and this happens quite frequently. So, it's it's almost as if the Lord's given us this blueprint for the farm, which is like a health spa, if you like, Mm -hmm. and you welcome people in to get well, to understand, to come on part of that journey. So I can come alongside you on part of that journey and and, and teach you and then send you off again. But it's about also about living in community. So we live with other families. We live in community at the moment, um, but it's in one house. So the Mm -hmm. idea is that, that we'll be living on the land in fresh air, Um, Etc. So, and then there'll be infrared saunas, the water vortex machines, all the other stuff as well. So what I do is I use that type of the energetic stuff Mm -hmm. after you've sorted the other bits out. Because if you just go in infrared saunas app yourself and you've got lots of toxins and lots of issues, the, the toxins will come out of their places in your fat and stuff like that. But often it just circles around... Okay. And then goes back in again. Yeah. Particularly if your gut is not well. So um, if the gut's not in, people that are very unwell. If you're just a little bit unwell, it's good to have a sauna and you know all those things. It's great. <laughs> but if you're really unwell, then I have to go right back to basics and make sure that we heal the gut and and stop you being exposed to toxins. Strengthen the gut. That's part two. And then part three is now let's get rid of those toxins that are deep seated in yes. the tissue and that's where all the paraphernalia because again it's about saying to someone you know this infrared sun is not going to heal you you know mm-hmm. it's like you need to do something. the mature sun thing is take charge yes,
0: yes. right do you know mm-hmm. take charge mm-hmm.
3: uh, and so you have to <clears throat> keep going to that point you have to start as you said girl by being and some of that is just resting yeah. And just being, I feel like I spent the last couple of years just sitting in that, you know, I mean, you have all these wonderful people who go and do this stuff in the heavens. I have no idea what a mobile court is. I've never seen one. <laughs> I do it by faith. Yeah. But yeah. but I've been sitting in the heart of the Father for the last goodness of how many years, just sitting there. Yes. In this place called Golden, I call it Golden. I'm, I'm, my vision is becoming a bit more sharp in there. Mm-hmm. but that's what i've been for the last few years it's just like okay because lord's like you got stuff to do yeah but i'm not gonna point it out i'm just gonna do it my son came to me the other day and said something's changed about you Mum." <laughs> i'm like at last <laughs> so you know sometimes it's, it, it, it is about just saying stop yeah, and, and and who knows how long that t- that time frame is going to be? Yes. you know, you, you can try and force it, but you're not going to really get very far. Yeah.
2: I I so love what you shared about the farm and about community, um, because I I really we really believe that as we're coming into this, you know, next season, next age, that it it is all about that relationship and that community and you know, we, we can just substitute wellness stuff for the pill. You know, it's like, Oh, I got to get my sauna to get well instead of the mindset shift and then learning it in community. And so I I love how you put that all together. That is amazing.
0: Don't get us wrong though. You know, saunas, hot tubs, things like (laughs) massage. Hey, those are nice. (laughs) Whether you're feeling good or not.
3: (laughs) absolutely, Absolutely. I'm, I'm, I work with um, Sigiloa, who is—I um, <laughs> can only call her a holistic massage therapist. And what she does is she massages. Um, it's kind of like good cop, bad cop, because I'm like, you got to do X, Y, and Z, <laughs> and then what she—and like, off you go, go and do it. Don't don't ask me any more questions. But what she does is she massages. Yeah, she actually gives a massage, but also God speaks to her.
2: Yes. Mm-hmm. And
3: God will say we'll just hone in on the areas in the tissues because memories in the tissues mm-hmm. where those stuff is stuck
0: yeah there's and... a big difference between just going to a massage place and going to somebody who is engaged in this movement and understands they you know they're connected in the heavens
1: yeah,
0: yeah it's it's just a, a totally different world to have a massage done that way
3: you need to work in a team it's not you know it i know you know it's it's understanding the overlap lord talked to to me a lot when he when he first dumped me back over here about the ring about the ring of of relationships yes but first of all you've got your family and that ring there's this electromagnetic phenomena where if you have a ring of metal i used to too as a a as a uh, example people that have tattoos on their body if there's metal in that tattoo so the metal pigment the red or what have you the 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 metallic pigment if it's in a circle and they go into an mri scanner so an mri scanner is a very powerful magnet that metal heats up and they can come out with a burn oh wow wow That's one one reason not to get a tattoo right but but (laughs) What it says to me is that, and what the Lord showed me from that was that when we are operating in our circle, we become very powerful. That electromagnetic yes. force that in fact we generate
2: mm-hmm.
3: creates this, this, this power. And when we are then, you, we need to sort I think lockdown a lot has been sorting about sorting out ourselves and our, our families coming together in that circle. Yeah, but working in these communities, there's such power that comes out of it.
0: That's so good. I, I was just, even as you started to say that, I was just thinking. You know, there's there's various levels of circles, and it's like that's you know the ecclesia. It's the different levels, and, and you know, you got your local ecclesia group, and then maybe a regional one, maybe a city, nation. But but then there's his circle. Yeah. You know, and it's like we all need to recognize that we are all part of his circle and not to not to, uh, uh, you know, push that aside, but to take that very seriously in considering, you know, all the things that we do, that we are always looking to the one father and his circle so that we are operating together as we all move forward. I, I love that.
3: Absolutely. And he what what he gave me was this picture of almost that like, honeycomb. You know, the honeycombs. Yes. That each circle or each, you know, six-sided or whatever is, is connected with one another. Mm-hmm. And those circles are where we submit one to another. Yes. Because yeah. my skills are my skills and yours are yours and I need to submit to you. I need to honor you for what you are carrying and you will honor me for what I'm carrying. Yes.
0: Absolutely.
3: an overlap in all of that so there isn't this idea of you going to church as one person that you you know that you're following you're listening to you're you know we are we all god has given us all truth which we must and and we honor one another with our with our truths and the fact that we've got overlapping responsibilities this is it overlapping responsibilities yeah um and and through these interconnected circles we become very powerful
0: yeah yeah well, I wasn't really watching the time, but we are basically out of time. For um, oh, uh, this portion. Uh, do you have some time to spend with us for uh, behind the scenes?
2: Yeah, absolutely. And we, yeah.
0: We, can, we can dive really deep down the, the rabbit hole or the rabbi hole, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> yeah. So um, anyway, thank you, Dr. Essie, for yes, being on with us. This so has been it. really, really good. And um, I just encourage everyone who's been listening to share this around. Share it around, and uh, Dr. Essie, make sure you get us uh, your, in, your information so that we can put it in the notes so people can just click on a link to get there. And yeah. just, again, thank you so much. We honor you, love you. Yes. Look uh, forward to having you on again sometime in the future. That would be great.
2: <laughs> thank you.
0: All right. Well, if you would like to be part of the behind-the-scenes, you can go to KingdomTalksMedia.com, and on there you'll find a link for the KT Communities, and, um, excuse me, KT Partners. Partners. <laughs> and you can partner with us to help uh, continue putting this message forward. And when you do so, then we have all the, all the shows available, usually a day or two or a week early, yeah. as well as the behind the scenes is there for everybody who's a partner. So, again, thank you to each and every one of you. Love you all. Mm-hmm. Blessings.
1: Bye-bye. Thank you for taking time out to listen to Kingdom Talks. You can find out more about Kingdom Talks Media and our mission to unite in faith and grow as mature sons at KingdomTalksMedia.com Please continue to like, subscribe and share with your friends You can find us on Facebook YouTube, Spreaker Spotify, iTunes Fringe Radio Network and many more places Go to our website to find links to all of our media outlets as well as fantastic online courses and conferences including the life-changing interactive course, Ultimate Impact. And last but not least, we ask that you consider partnering with us to fulfill the mission to get these messages to the world. To become a partner, go to the Partnership tab on our website. Thank you, and until next time, live a blessed life and keep carrying us in your heart and sharing us wherever hearts are open.